a mass tribal wedding at Falakata. February 2, 2021, in North Bengal, India, a simple journey from one district town to another is usually a colorful adventure and if you seek the services of the North Bengal State Transport Corporation, NBSTC, you can rest assured that the adventure will not be given amiss. Traveling after one year since the outbreak of the dreadful COVID-19, there were many things to weigh carefully. The Chief Minister was visiting Saligari, Falakata, Alipurduar and my office had deputed me to cover it. As I had to cover Saligari, write the copies in the evening, and then attend her program at noon the next day in Falakata, it was quite a challenge to make it on time. Well-wishers who frequent the route advised me to go by road instead of the early morning train as it stops at every station. Next was the road. I had the option of hiring a vehicle to Falakata or taking the bus. None else from the press fraternity were going, so I decided on the bus which would give me an opportunity to interact with locals in order to get a picture of the present political scenario. I zeroed down on the NBSTC from pure nostalgia. My tryst with North Bengal State Transport goes a long way back to the time of my father. My father was the adventurous kind having traveled the length and breadth of the country. He had to visit Darjeeling where I studied regularly from Calcutta. My father would always prefer the rocket bus, that had just been introduced by the NBSTC. It was not for the weak-hearted, especially if you were perched precariously on the single seat next to the driver and was a witness to dangerous driving at its best. This was much before the safe drive, safe life days. I couldn't miss this opportunity of reliving the past. Arriving at the Tenzing Norgay bus terminus in Saligari, I stood for a few minutes looking around as vibrant memories of my childhood days surfaced. I bought a ticket and after what seemed like a treasure hunt finally located my bus at the wee hour when it had started to rumble out. It is not in the habit of an NBSTC bus to wait for anyone. The buses had changed, at least in appearance. They were not the same ones with the hard seats with rusty handles which you had to cling on to tightly as the driver would display his maneuvers. One would end up with the hand smelling of rust for days altogether from having held onto the iron handle of the seat in front. The new buses were comfortable and did not shake and rattle. However it was clearly evident that they were meant to run within city limits and not on long distances. There were many rows of seats facing backward and there was no luggage hold in the bus. Passengers had filled the floor of bus with luggage, and there was not much opportunity to straighten the legs while sitting. Most of the passengers were traveling to Kuch Behar and I had to get down midway. As there were no seat numbers provided in the ticket I managed one right at the back that two facing backward. A young man sat next to me, while two ladies with uncountable bags sat in front of me. With a smile, I settled down, all chances of having conversations fizzled out as they were busy with their phones. Not many seemed to be conversing with each other. My advances of trying to open the window glass in order to let fresh air come in, ventilation being good to keep COVID-19 at bay, was met with stiff resistance. The winter wind seemed more dangerous than COVID to most of my fellow passengers. Very few people were sporting masks and I looked quite alien in my N95. Everything was going smoothly with not much scope of adventure. I asked the conductor how long it would take to reach Falakata, to which he seemed clueless. It depends on how severe the traffic jam is. The CM will also be addressing a program in Falakata and you should be prepared for the worst as there will be heavy VIP movement today he stated. I did the silent mental maths and concluded that I should be safely in by 11.30am, an hour before the CM, in the worst case scenario. As the bus sped, I gazed out of the window seeing the ever-changing landscape was by. The lush green agricultural land seemed fast disappearing being replaced by dusty concrete structures, a residue of unplanned and unchecked urbanization. I must have slipped into a doze when the bus rattled to a stop with a deafening sound. The driver stated that there was a problem with the power steering and it was the end of the journey for the bus. I tried to fathom out where we had reached. My co-passenger looked unperturbed. 
From a tiffin box he took out a pawn, removed his mask and with great precision tucked in the pawn. Emptying a small pouch of jarda into his mouth, he uttered the single word Mohitnagar and went back to his phone. I did not even get a chance to thank the great mind reader. The passenger started asking for a replacement from the Jalpaiguri depot or a refund. To both this demands the conductor turned a deaf ear. The staff of NBSTC seemed to undergo a course in shutting themselves off during crisis. The conductor made it clear that both option would not be possible as the formalities of getting a backup bus from Jalpaiguri Depot would involve such complex formalities that it could take days altogether, our bus being a product of the Saliguri Depot, the refund was equally impossible from the bus as the tickets were computer generated. The only favor he could do was to stop any other NBSTC bus, and request his brethren not to charge the fare. As the debate raged, I stepped out and tried to make my own arrangements as I had a time-bound journey to complete. To my luck another NBSTC bus turned up. It was however packed to capacity. I signaled the bus to a halt and boarded. Some others followed suit. There was no empty seats and I would have to undertake the journey standing, that too with my backpack and a camera bag on my shoulders. This bus too did not have a luggage hold. As I cursed myself for not having hired a vehicle, the second leg of the journey began with horror stories by the driver narrating tales of how he was stuck for three hours in a jam trying to cross the Tista Bridge the night before. Some others also joined in with equally gruesome depictions of their tryst with worse traffic jams on this route. This is when I started to panic. Worst was in store for me, after five odd minutes the windscreen offered me a view of endless count of trucks and hundreds of rows stuck in a jam. This is when I started praying hard to make it to the program on time. It seemed that my prayers were answered. The driver seemed old school NBSDC. He declared that he would have to switch to different routes and bypasses to make it on time. Amidst the careful guidance of the passengers on which road to choose and the driver turning a deaf ear, the bus carried on switching rows and even sides of the road. It was a perfect soccer field situation with the striker deftly dodging the defense, dribbling the ball forward. At times the bus even left the road through uncharted paddy fields below the road to come up on the road again negotiating a traffic knot. Trust the NBSTC drivers to get you through impossible situations. Finally we made it to the bridge and even crossed it successfully. There were numerous pockets of traffic jams that we went through, small town traffic having gone haywire trying to accommodate the big VIPs rushing to the chief minister's program. All short breaks even to answer to the call of nature was written off by the stern driver who seemed to have pledged to see me through on time. Amidst all the banner, sweat, smells and sounds, I finally made it to Falakata and lived to tell the tale. I was just a few minutes late than the CM who had arrived by helicopter, thanks to the Braveheart NBSTC.